Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Comic Source. I'm your host, Jace. And I'm Blake. And this is another Spawn Daily episode. Yes, we're back. Hopefully you listened to the last episode. I kind of gave a quick rundown on where we've been and why. Uh, not to make any excuses, but life gets crazy sometimes, uh, especially when you're trying to do a daily podcast. So that being said, we're back. Uh, we're committed to this. We're not giving up. We're not quitting. Hopefully we'll be able to catch up. We're trying to bank a lot of episodes when we get up to a certain number uh, of cushion so in case something goes wrong we have a number of episodes to release we'll start releasing hopefully some multiples for you guys and we'll get back on track so uh, that being said 69 was a great issue bit of a setup we saw right at the end this cliffhanger of spawn being resurrected we got the explanation of why he was able to be killed in the first place uh, there's a, a portion of the alley that uh, was controlled by heaven a bit of a dead zone for hell's powers and so that was preventing uh, Spawn's powers from manifesting from his cape from, you know, being uh, uh, a tool to protect him and whatnot. So uh, let me go ahead and share the comic so you guys can see this really cool cover that Capullo has for uh, for number seventy. Spawn is back. You see the it's a black cover. You see the glowing eyes there and uh, the teeth, very recognizable as some uh, Capullo art. And if we look inside the front cover, we'll see the credits story by McFarlane. Pencils are by Greg Capullo. Inks by McFarlane and Danny Mickey. Uh, Orzakowski does the lettering and copy editing. Colors by Brian Haberlin and Dan Kemp. And we are reminded that Sam and Twitch found the, the remains of Spawn and they, they were able to drag him just far enough out of that dead zone where uh, the maggots and the flies and the worms and what have you were able to... Uh, revive their necroplasmic master, we're told. And that's where this issue uh, picks up. So uh, Blake's going to go ahead and give the recap. So take it away, sir. All right. So uh, as Jace mentioned, uh, Sam and Twitch just were able to pull him out of the dead zone, little piece of heaven that has agency on Earth. Uh, More on that later. Uh, the issue picks up with tensions being at an all-time high. We're at this three-way intersection where these two forces of uh, homeless people about to do, you know, battle with each other. They've got, like, pipes and knives. They're about to go head-to-head, and we have Sam and Twitch. They thought they had uh, control of the situation, and then the freak got the jump on them. And now Spawn got the jump on him. <laughs> Uh, it's it's this great, great situation. Uh, then we get this awesome, awesome double-page spread of Spawn and his face as he's been fully regenerated. His head has grown back and his mouth is full of the worms and there's slime and everything. Uh, it's just this really awesome shot. Um, yeah, that's... I mean, the detail in the face so and the worm... Yeah, the worm... The teeth... The worms in the mouth. It's yeah. horrifying. Uh, I, I love the color work in the eyes, uh, which, you know, really seem to have a, a, a light all their own. The yeah. eyes always seem to have, like, this nice, smooth kind of matte finish to them. It just gives it such a, a good quality. Like, they, they just stand out so well. Yeah, it's, that's a, just a fantastic image. Uh, Capullo and the, the coloring team outdid themselves on that one. And, and the guy, uh, Danny Mickey, on the inks, too. The textures, uh, yeah, it's 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 a fantastic image. 
like you can even see like details even in the darker spots and everything it just great shadowing and everything um so spawn is wrapped up really tight in his cloak and he just unleashes all of these bats and creatures and bugs and things like that and they just go everywhere they start attacking the last several if issues have been very very i don't want to say slow uh they've been very talky there's lots of things that people have been discussing but the first issue in this arc was a very philosophical kind of conversation talking about the nature of heaven and hell and our place in the universe and how we fit into this grand scheme of things and then you've got al who knows a lot more about that than they do and so he's got kind of this interesting perspective on things uh it, it just kicked off this entire uh scenario it's crazy to think that that conversation kind of led to all this but yeah uh now here he is he's regenerated and he is exploding with energy all the action's happening now uh everyone's going crazy battle has begun the freak is about to cut twitch's throat uh then sam gets uh control of him and um and then there's uh, a tussle the freak gets control of sam and twitch sneaks up behind him and clocks him over the head with the butt of the gun and the freak gets away uh yeah one of the things i love about this whole sequence is we're told that you clearly through McFarlane's uh, exposition, you you it's clear that yeah, so Spawn is back and he's alive again, but he's not he's not himself. Mm-hmm. You know he when he unleashes all these bats and and whatever and it, and uh, he talks McFarlane talks about the horror of all hell breaking loose, like kind of literally um, that he's he's giving um, this aura of uh, wickedness form because that's the thing like. Spawn is revived in this situation where there's all this tension and animosity and evil, and we know he feeds on that, right? Like that's that's the you know the evil of man is what the worms and the maggots and the rats and the bats and all that stuff feed off of, and then in turn nourish Spawn and nourish his symbiotic costume with that. So you can imagine him waking up, you know, uh, kind of regenerating himself in this environment. He's like supercharged, almost like. He doesn't have like Al is not all there. It's it's like he's almost drunk with power, and then yeah, unleashes all this, and it's just you know like like McFarland says, all hell breaks loose. It's complete pandemonium and and bedlam here, uh, and it's it, yeah, it's a fantastic way to bring Spawn back rather than because we've seen Spawn, we've seen Al Simmons get the beat down before and kind of come back and kind of a slow sort of weakened way and you know lament and whine like he's prone to do this is not that this is him like coming back like almost more powerful than he was when he went away <laughs> you know when he was killed in a lot of ways so big yeah. show of strength big show of strength yeah exactly seen him do something like this for quite some time yeah exactly exactly so uh amidst the chaos uh freak gets away and then Sam and Twitch look over and they see that the two homeless groups have started to uh, contend with each other. They are beating the crap out of each other. There's pipes, there's knives. 
it's it's not good it's not good uh they're biting each other and punching each other they're stomping on each other it's it's utter chaos and uh it says in the in the narration that even more people are showing up to this they've been saying the whole time that you know oh like we're just a small group here but we've got other people bobby was saying that he had uh you know the entire south side of of uh, meth addicts and everything coming up here and then there's like bigger guns and everything coming in for the other side it's just this is a giant mess and as jay said he feeds off evil his suit was in the dead zone and is now completely reinvigorated it, he got juiced up and all of this tension all of this human evil and aggression and hatred all of that is just feeding his suit it's feeding his power and he's not in control and it's only getting worse as these people start dropping like flies um and then it sort of very abruptly jumps from this scene of absolute chaos to earlier this day so this is like at midnight and and it, it's kind of flashing back to earlier in the day when uh, Cyan and Wanda are uh, traveling in the car from some location and at first Cyan's having like this happy little funny game she's got her pacifier hanging out the uh, the window on the uh, shoelace and quick reminder the shoelace used to be tied into Spawn's face to help it uh, heal up a bit because his powers weren't fully developed his healing factor wasn't completely there yet and so he had this shoelace just tied into his face for a really long time. And uh, when he saved Terry Fitzgerald, uh, he tore the shoelace from his face and Cyan since then has picked it up and has used this as sort of like a, a token of safety. Whenever she is parted from this thing, for whatever reason, she loses it. She goes into this hyper-aggressive rage. She throws a fit. She cries. She gets incredibly violent. And here we see this happen yet again. She stops paying attention to what she's doing when her mom tells her to stop doing that and sit down. And she drops her pacifier. And she freaks out. She gets out of her seat. She attacks her mom sitting in the front seat. And her eyes are bloodshot with anger. Like she's pulling on Wanda's face and they nearly get into an accident. And she has to like skid off the, the side of the road to uh, avoid an accident. People are honking at them as, as uh, they go by. And Cyan nearly jumps into the middle of traffic to get the pacifier. It's absolutely crazy. And as soon as she touches it, as soon as she has the pacifier and the shoelace back in her possession, she just says, Mom, can we go home now? I'm tired. It's a very, very strange change. Like, what is her connection to this? Is it a connection to Spawn? Is it a kind of... Uh, a kind of blanket like a safety like she does not feel safe without it it's kind of unclear right now why she acts so violently when she's parted from from the shoelace and wanda is clearly concerned she is very very concerned for her daughter and uh then we jump back to later that night 
<clears throat> we see uh, that the police have finally showed up to the situation and it's kind of like an infinite time loop. If any of you have seen uh, the Matrix movies, there's a, a scene in the third Matrix film where uh, the main character Neo tries to enter a tunnel and then he just comes out the other side of the tunnel. He's trapped in like this limbo tunnel where he can never escape it. Uh, same kind of thing happens here. There is a magical darkness that has enveloped the alleys of Rat City and it's absolutely suggested. It isn't said specifically, but it's it's kind of heavily implied, I think, that Spawn is responsible. So the police charge into this darkness, and then they immediately exit, and they, they can't understand why this keeps happening. <laughs> and uh, it says, like, in their, you know, befuddlement, like, they, they're trying to, you know, get to whatever is happening in these alleys to... to you know, figure it out. You just see the situation get worse and worse, and you see these uh, these poor homeless people are they're killing each other. There, there's piles of bodies, and they're leaking blood and brain matter. It's real nasty. Uh, then we jump in and see what Bobby's doing in the fight. He's kicking some ass, and then he gets shanked from behind with a knife. And Bootsy comes out of nowhere he apparently was watching the whole situation and he uh he sees bobby go down and he drags him to safety and uh you know it it just shows that you know earlier on in the arc bootsy was very very hesitant to get involved in any any of this and now we know that it's specifically because he has a mandate from heaven to not be involved to only observe and um you know it just goes to show that even though he is like this servant of heaven and he has to play by you know these rules he he does have feelings like he is an individual and he has uh feelings for bobby like they're friends and he doesn't want to see his friend get hurt so um we see that spawn is absolutely losing it he is his cape is going everywhere his chains are going everywhere he's screaming bats are flying everywhere and he is just like unleashing hell and he takes a step just one too far and he's back in the dead zone and everything turns off suddenly <laughs> yeah but it does it does have the effect that because it, you know he is so dazed and he is you know just out of control this is sort of like you know, a glass of cold water or a bucket of cold water being thrown on him. I think it does help him realize that, hey, uh, I sh- should maybe try to figure out what the hell's going on instead of just being drunk with power, basically. Rain it in, buddy. Rain it in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, once he's back in the dead zone, uh, he's completely helpless uh, and he gets attacked by, by several homeless people. And Sam and Twitch get in, involved in the scuffle to try and pull them off because they don't want to have this entire situation play out again. And then Spawn takes one step back out of the dead zone and he's he's out and his cape goes like big hero pose. And he's like, okay, I, I feel like I'm, I'm starting to understand my boundaries here now. Um, then... Uh, 
Spawn is like, okay, now I need to go after their leader. This chaos isn't going to stop until I take take him out. As soon as he's gone, then you know that this problem is going to diffuse itself. And so uh, Sam and Twitch go off one direction, and Spawn goes another. He vanishes into the shadows, and he reappears right behind the freak. And he's like, "It's it's coming to an end. Like like this is it." you're done <laughs> and the freak is like just laughing he's having a good old time uh clearly he's afraid but he's not letting it show because he's he's just he's crazy <laughs> uh spawn feeds off of his fears his insecurities his evil specifically right now like he kind of he finds a way to tune out everything else that's happening and then just pulls directly from the energy and the evil that the freak gives off and he is suddenly swarmed by all of these bugs and rats and spiders and worms and he is completely consumed he he's completely covered and he's screaming at the top of his lungs and we're given like this little blurb at the end through the narration that this is just karma. This is literally the evil that he put out into the world. This is just him doing this to himself. If he didn't do the things that he did, if he wasn't as horrible as he was in his life, then this situation would, you know, like like, like this particular power wouldn't be manifesting itself the way that it is. Like, he wouldn't be in this situation. Um, it's interesting that he's... The, the narration uses uh, karma now because that hasn't really been like a theme or a story idea that's been present in this whole story, but it it is effective in saying that this is all him. The reason that he's being consumed right now by this evil is because Spawn is feeding only off of him, and it's it's the end of the freak. He's dead now. Yeah, and that's it, how it closes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in a way, uh, no pun intended, but you know, good riddance to bad rubbish. Uh, it, 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 it's it's a pretty interesting twist from McFarlane because it definitely explains why Spawn was so supercharged and why he was able to once he was out of that dead zone, he regenerated really quickly. I and mean, we've seen in the past it's taken him a while to, to regenerate from various wounds, but he grew his whole head back, and it happened relatively quickly. Well, this is telling us, you know, it says right here. Bad, bad karma. Spawn pulled the aura out of the freak. Like the freak was so much of what those, you know, evil, quote unquote, uh, creatures feed on. You know, there was so much bad stuff. So such a bad aura, such an aura of evil and malevolence and violence or whatever in the freak. That yeah, those maggots and flies and worms and bats and rats and all that. They were supercharged and they were able to restore Spawn. That, and the necroplasm and regrow his head really quickly. It's also why Spawn was so out of control. There was so much of that in the freak that, yeah, he 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 was his emotions. Spawn himself, his emotions were out of control because everything was supercharged. And that little trip back into the dead zone, like I said, a bucket of cold water. Um, but it's a nice turn of phrase from McFarlane when Spawn does go to confront the freak at the end. It says. Uh, Karma, that's what swallowed him. His own evil coming back on him. The nether creatures trying to reclaim the place from where they came. So these creatures came from the evil, the malevolence that was the freak. 
and now they want back inside him, uh, and they're suffocating him in the attempt to crawl back inside where they came from. So, yeah, the freak was really not a good guy, and I guess in the end he gets what's uh, what's coming to him. But man, it's such a brutal end that even though I dislike him, uh, I feel a little sorry for him to go this way. Man, that's a terrible way to go. Uh, you know, uh, we mentioned before how the freak hasn't exactly been the best villain character. He he had a very interesting sort of singular issue way back when, and uh, it, that seemed to be sort of like the end of his story. Maybe he had other plans for Spawn, uh, but he's just overall not very compelling the way that some of the other villains in the series are. But uh, I'm willing to look past that because of how he ends right here. <laughs> it's a brutal ending, and it's uh, it's a great conclusion, I think, to to this little arc in the series. Is you know, Spawn learns something. He has grown in his power. He knows how to control his power a little more. He knows how to tune out other forces of evil around him and just pull from a you know a single person. He has more control over his. Uh, natural evil sources now, like the the worms, the bats, the rats. You know that this has been a, a big issue for him, and he was dead for the last couple issues. So it's it's uh, it's a very interesting uh, kind of way to end the arc. But yeah, uh, the freak is gone. Not our favorite, but I love how he ended. Yeah, you also have to wonder if. Uh, if the home the fight between these different factions of homeless would have been as I mean I. I think it wouldn't have been, um, but you have to wonder, you know, what would that fight have been like without what Spawn unleashed, right? Like, like I talked about him unleashing all those nether creatures and all hell had broken loose. Yeah. Again, the, that's the malevolence and the violence and the evil that was in the freak, and then Spawn unleashes it as bats and rats and, and whatever, and that, we're told at one point there's a wind when he steps back out of the dead zone that's kind of separating uh, the different factions, but would they have been that violent? Would they have been, you know, that willing to literally kill each other or rip each other's throats out? Had Spawn not, you know, sucked in all that bad karma from the freak and then unleashed it, it's got to be affecting everybody that was, you know, in that sphere. So, you know, if you're wondering, well, man, these homeless guys really kind of went ham on each other. I think, yeah, they were affected by the the feelings, the emotions, the aura. Uh, that were of bad karma that was pulled out of the freak as as well. So, yeah, there's plenty of uh, plenty of dead homeless to be cleaned up. That's for sure. Yeah, it's really sad. It's it's a complete tragedy because this whole thing started because of a disagreement. <clears throat> excuse me, a uh, disagreement in like philosophical ideas. The the henchman of the freak got upset and was going to knock over. Uh, some thrift store or something. Pawn shop, I think. Yeah, it was a pawn shop. Uh, and it just spiraled out of control. And and that led to Spawn being in a dead zone where he got shot and killed, which led Bobby to wrangle up all the homeless people to go to war, which made the freak react and get all of his people to go to war. And it's... It's just crazy. All of this started because of a conversation, a difference in opinions over our place in the universe. I, It's a very interesting kind of direction for this whole thing to go, how natural it is that a conversation escalate to such violent and 
uh, uh, extreme reactions from all these people. Yeah, it's uh, what are the consequences going to be? What's the fallout going to be? What's the fallout going to be for Bootsy? He kind of broke his non-interference pact and and pulled Bobby out of the fight after Bobby had been yeah. kind of shanked. Um, we learned so much about Bootsy in this. Yeah, yeah. So that's still to come, and then obviously the what's going on with uh, with Cyan and her insanity when she doesn't have the the shoelace in her in her possession i mean as a as a parent yeah i'd freak out too if my kid was turning psychotic at every time she was separated from her her pacifier so that's yeah. to be uh, explored still as well yeah and uh yeah i i got to point out once again if you're checking this out on youtube i have it on the screen right now that double page spread that that close up of Spawn's face once he's resurrected with the mouthful of worms and the cool looking teeth and textures is just a, just a fantastic image. So another, yeah, another really good issue from Capullo, especially considering all the the violence and the blood and whatnot depicting um, homeless people fighting each other and making it compelling is not always an easy thing to do. I mean, when you're drawing superheroes and they're, you know, muscular and, sort of the epitome of human physique and whatnot, it's easy to make it look cool. When it's homeless guys in shabby clothes, it's much tougher. Uh, but he does a fantastic job. So, And I uh, think the story and, and the way that the characters have evolved over time, how we've gotten to spend so much time with them and learn about them, they have enough personality to where it's like, okay, we're invested. We want to know... Yeah, you know, like, like we're concerned about them when it's like, oh, we're going to war in these alleyways. It's like as soon as Bobby got involved and he and he got hurt in the fight. Oh, no, not Bobby. Not Bobby. Yeah, yeah. not Bobby. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so a great issue uh, with great art, and yeah, we we have been learning a lot about kind of the the people closest to, to spawn and you know, what are the consequences of him coming back again? Will he have learned his lesson? Will he still be the same old whiny Al Simmons? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Uh, appreciate you joining us as always. Don't forget to go check out the link in the show notes to Blake's reading order. It gives you an idea of uh, what order you should be reading all these issues in, especially the tangential stuff where it fits in, in between other issues of the main spawn series. Don't forget, whenever we do an issue of the main spawn series, it'll be one issue per episode. But when we do the other stuff, the salmon twitch, the curse of the spawn, the one shots or minis, um, spawn witchblade, that sort of thing, we'll tend to do big arcs uh, all crammed into one episode. Uh, that way we can get done this year. So, again, we appreciate everybody joining us as always, and we'll talk to you next time. See you later.